Hello, and welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have time to watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And I'm very happy today to bring to you a, a teacher, a band director who's been teaching for 28 years. Her name is Danica White. And the timing of our conversation today is great because she's got a productivity tip that is really helpful. I'm stealing it again, for sure. But as, as she gives it to us at this time of year, you can think about exactly how you can implement this based on what your year was like this year and where you could do it the most. And once you hear what she talks about, it's going to make perfect sense to you. So if you struggle with organization or overwhelm or feeling like you can't get it all done or any of those things, stay tuned because Danica is going to have some practical, concrete solutions for you. So Danica, welcome to Band Director Bootcamp. I'm happy to have you here and I'd love to have you introduce yourself to our listeners. Thanks for having me. As Leslie said, my name is Danica White, and I've been teaching for 28 years in both Missouri and Texas. Um, I'm currently teaching at a 5A high school in Texas and have spent, um, this is my first year back in the high school classroom after seven years at the middle school level. Um, So I've covered everything from K through 12 vocal instrumental to Texas high schools. And so since you've done all these things, has it always just been super easy for you to stay organized and keep track of all the things that go along with band director life? Did this just always happen? No, absolutely not. I developed some of these specific um, strategies that I use to this day as a defense mechanism to try and protect my time for instruction in the classroom when I was teaching by myself and also to try and stay ahead of the things that get in our way as as band directors, not being able to find things, paper piles, those kinds of things. I'm sure none of our listeners can relate to that. Not at all. Right. Right. Um, (laughs) We often talk, you know, or hear things about people talking about, oh, have systems in place. And that's really great to hear, but not super helpful for a lot of us. We need some concrete examples. So I'm going to ask you, we're just going to jump right in. And could you give us some of those? I love some of your in and out box examples and some of your other organizational tips, the reads. Will you just tell us some of the the classroom hacks that you have found that save you and all the people you teach through the, the professional development you provide to others on your organization? Just give us some of those good tips right now. Absolutely. One of the first things that I do when I take over a new band hall is I put up a series of file boxes on the wall. I keep them clear so I can see whether there's something in them or not. And I label them for every class period. So every class period that I teach has an inbox and every class period that I teach also has an outbox. I've gone with the file folders or the file holders on the wall um, because I found that that works best for me. And it's very easy for the kids and I to see whether there's something in them. So um, during class time, I don't handle 
paper at all. Students like to hand us paper and then we put it down and we lose it. And then we're in trouble. Miss, I did it. I did it. So instead of doing that, um, our students turn things into their class period inbox. And I don't touch that information until I'm ready to to deal with it and have the time to deal with it. So for instance, I uh, when I was teaching middle school the last seven years, we were doing a rhythm and fingering sheet every week. So when we collected those on Thursdays, the kids put them in the inbox and they stayed in the inbox until I was ready to grade them. So they weren't cluttering up my desk or a table in the band hall. I would go get them out of the inbox, grade them, put them in my uh, grade book, and then I would put them in the outbox. And that way, when the students are walking in the door, I can immediately see that I have things to hand out to those kids. And I was blessed enough to be working with an associate director. And we we both knew what what needed to be handed out. That way I'm not touching paper and there's not paper floating around the room at all. So that's been a huge game changer for me. It also eliminates those lost papers totally. Mm. Yeah. And what a great system to have. I mean, yeah, just the visual clutter that 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 Mm -hmm. clears up too. Because on my desk is a phrase I should never use again. Just yeah. put it on my desk. No, we'll I don't see it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see big piles on my desk because no. it's overwhelming. Yes. So if I just tell them to put it in the inbox, and that way, as soon as I have something uh, ready to go, I can put stuff in the outbox. New music to hand out. I put the kids' names on it. I put it in the outbox, and then it's easy to hand out in the next class period. Um, Somebody needs a swab, somebody needs something random, it goes in the outbox. And that way the kids know, hey, I needed this from Miss White. It's going to come back to me through that outbox. And it gives so much more ownership to the kids. They know what to do. They don't mm-hmm. have to come and interrupt you. Do, what do I do with this? Because sometimes kids do that, you know. Yes. But I love what you were t- saying, too, when we talked before the uh, recording started about how it's imp- everything has its place. And you need to make sure students know that because it's not good enough if we know where to put their stuff after we pick it up off the floor. So um, that communication and you practice things with your students, maybe about let's all get up and turn things in. We absolutely do that. So at the beginning of the year, when everybody's establishing their their routines and procedures, um, I was teaching that my last seven years in a Title I school, and our kids ran very much on structure and routines and procedures. So that first week, we were practicing the routine of how do we turn something in, the routine of how am I going to get something back. Um, I was finding students that enjoyed Um, helping and putting them in in charge of handing things back so that if I forgot to get stuff out of the outbox, the student would follow up on that and go ahead and get those things handed out at the beginning of class when we're doing our bell work. Um, The the big thing for me on um, having stuff like this is labeling. I have a label maker and I know how to use it. <laughs> and <laughs> not afraid to. Yeah. And you know, p- my peers will come into my room and they'll they'll laugh at me a little bit of, oh, you must have too much time on your hands. But quite frankly, those labels mean I have more time for my kids because the kids take care of putting things away. The kids take care of getting their own things because they know exactly where it is and where they can get it so that it's not um, all on me as the instructor. They have ownership as well. 
Yeah, I'm finding now that I'm teaching middle school when a student needs something and if it takes you to go find it or fix it or do it, there's a whole bunch of other middle schoolers sitting there with noisemakers in their hands and it can get out of hand really fast. So what do you what do you say to the directors that say, I don't have time to practice routines or to teach those kinds of things because we have too many songs to learn for the first game? I would say that you don't have not time not to do this. Um, if you take that time to teach those routines and procedures ahead of time, and if you take the time before the kids ever get there to have homes for pencils, pencil sharpeners, Kleenex, all those stupid little things that kids need. This current band hall, I'm I'm going to redo one of my systems and put a box that includes some of that normal stuff, but also has Band-Aids. Because for some reason, um, our building is very large and the Band-Aids are at the other end of the building with the nurse. So <laughs> we have tons and tons of that. And right now, the only spot is in my in my uh, drawers in my office. So we're going to have a Band-Aid drawer next year. Um, but so you you're know, aware of what the needs are, right? So right. It, or it changes. You have to adapt as things and change. It, every school is different. The paper, the paper trail is not different. That is the same in every school that I've ever worked in. But what your kids need is driven by what their um, environment is. In this case, I happen to teach in a really large building. And so band-aids, they're in the band hall more than they are anywhere else during the day. And that happens to be something that they come to us for. So I'll, I'll make that adjustment and make sure we have band-aids. And shouldn't um, the band director have band-aids? That's oh, my joke. Oh, <laughs> oh. Dad joke, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Band Director Bootcamp listeners. If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual bootcamp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tuned systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So, as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. Um, what do you think your personal and school lives would be like if you had not figured out to get systems in place, to take the time to set them up, to do the work, like to build the foundation, sort of like we do with our learning our scales and stuff as musicians. But what if you hadn't done that and had just tried to keep flying by the seat of your pants? What do you think would have happened with your longevity or your personal wellness and the jobs? Um, I wouldn't have survived. You know, the first seven years I was teaching by myself and without those routines and procedures, um, I was always under stress. I was always a little freaked out about what was coming next because I wasn't sure where things had ended up and I wasn't totally convinced that I could lay my hands on them quickly. Um, so all of the 
the routines that I have from the inboxes to having uh, maintenance supplies in a um, dra uh, drawer set up so that my kids can go get those things for themselves keep me under a whole lot less stress because I'm not trying to teach and take care of side details at the same time. I can just focus on teaching. And if a kid needs something, I point to the location if they don't already know. A lot of times they just get up and go get it. And that that has been established as it's okay in our room to do that. You need valve oil, go get your valve oil um, and don't interrupt instruction. So it lowered my stress level tremendously. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I bet it lowered a lot of your student stress levels too. Because every time we have to break routine and go get something in that noise and chaos starts. That's got to be stressful for kids. My, yeah, I bet you've really helped more than just yourself with all of this. I think so. And mm -hmm. it makes it very easy. I often have student teachers and I work now in a team of four different people and they know that if they can't find something, Danica knows where it is um, because she's put a place and they just haven't learned where that place is yet. So it lowers everybody's um, it lowers our stress level, but it also helps us value our time more and value our class time more um, because it allows us to stay focused on instruction. And I think it sends a message to, to your students about how do they treat their instruments? If you're treating the accessories in the classroom in that certain way, students are more likely to subconsciously, you're modeling behavior for them. Absolutely. You're helping them. And God knows they need organizational tips. So whew, yes, you just keep on do. going. <laughs> yes, they do. So before we finish up our session here, I want to ask you a little bit, because again, I won't say you're old. I'm saying you're a more seasoned teacher than some <laughs> of our other folks out there. And we want to make sure as you and I um, head towards the later ends of our careers, we'd understand the value of music education of what it does for students and communities and everything. And it starts with having music educators in the classroom. And so we want our, our newer music educators to not go through the burnout that causes you to leave the classroom. So Danica, what information would you feel like you could pass on to um, some of our brand new or newer teachers or band directors that could help them do this work in a sustainable way? I think the biggest thing that we need to... Um, take to heart as young educators is that a student who is not doing what you ask them to do or who is defiant for some reason or who is making bad choices is oftentimes not making them in a personal attack on you. It's not personal. Our students today deal with so much more than many of us did. And the social emotional toll that COVID took on our kids, um, we'd like to say we're, we're, we're done with COVID, but we're going to be dealing with the fallout of those kids being at home for, you know, months and months and months on end for a long time. So if a, if a student is being defiant or if a student is acting out, the best thing you can do is stop ask them to go sit in a different location and take a minute to calm yourself as well, deal with them at the end of class and simply start by saying, obviously something's wrong. What can I do to help? And a lot of times 
that instant response of, oh my God, instead of yelling at me, they've asked me what's wrong, causes that child to stop and realize that you're a friend, an ally for them, and that you do want what's best for them. And that builds bridges rather than tearing them down. So it's hard to do that because you've got kids coming in and out um, and we understand that, but we also see the value when we do absolutely. get that opportunity. And sometimes you get that one toxic kid in there. And if you can really, all behavior is communication, all yes. behavior. And they're trying to communicate something and they just don't have the wherewithal to do it. And that's the beauty of the arts. As we teach them this, we can mm-hmm. give them a healthier outlet, right? Absolutely. So you brought so much, so much good information here. I'm going and getting one of those things that I can organize all my valve oil and stuff in, like you were talking about from, <laughs> from the hardware store, that's going to be done so that when the kids walk in next year, I, I, I've got that already visualizing in my head. That's awesome. Helpful. So thanks for the practical tips and for helping us understand why it's so important for, um, for routines and places for everything, why that's such a basic foundation for setting us up for success as music educators. So thank you, Danica, for joining us in this edition of Band Director Bootcamp and to all you listeners who are out there making a difference in kids' lives through the magic of music education. Join us next time for another episode of productivity and wellness tips to make your life a little easier on Band Director Bootcamp.